we are bottom of the smash mountain and i am so excited to have a return of another guest that we've had in times past echo storm is with us once again we had a lovely time on echo's stream this time it's just he and i talking echo thank you so much for joining me it's a pleasure i'm, I'm very glad to be back and it's been great to get to know you a little bit more since then it's already been i think it was february when you and i had our interview so getting wow. to know you since then it's been very very cool love to see that your editing with fatality falcon is continuing to go well the clips channel we can start with that first that's been going well recently you want to talk about the inspiration for that how that came to be yeah well uh fatality and i um we realized that starting a clip channel would be obviously beneficial for our main channel as well so now we have a, a channel just for a short 30 second or less uh clips of him doing what he does being stylish being disrespectful it's really it's the perfect match because you got fatalities captain falcon which everyone loves and, it, and it's just the best of those moments so it, it's been really it's been good to uh expand our our growth and our reach through that um the channel just met partnership requirements so we uh we're finally going to start making some AdSense on that and um it just it, it couldn't have gone any easier honestly it's it's something that uh we should have done a long time ago it feels like but it's been it's been good when shorts first became a thing a lot of people were trying to hop on that and it seemed like there was also a secondary growth or expedition into well we don't really like the the format where it's like an iphone or an android screen where it's face up and you have to change the formatting of the video what if we just had a channel just specifically for short clips maybe that will somehow hit the algorithm i mean even vines occasionally catch fire still so i don't know who did that first but whoever did was very smart and a lot of people of course naturally latching onto an idea that seems to work for the youtube al algorithm gods just catching on and getting some views that's awesome to yeah. hear that partner requirements have been met that's very cool it was a breeze i mean the hardest one is reaching four thousand watched hours across a bunch of clips that are 30 seconds you know one 10 minute <laughs> video is going to get a lot more watch hours than the in a 10 second clip so it's been crazy but some of the videos have even outperformed the main channel which is just ridiculous it has it just been blowing up like crazy. It's definitely YouTube pushing the short form content um, just very heavily this last year for sure, including shorts, although we haven't been able to post any shorts. So as soon as, as, soon as YouTube says that we're eligible for that as well, I think it's going to continue to go crazy. And for you, it's not nearly as much work, right? Or am I missing something? It's an additional amount of work, but of course it's less than having to edit a full highlight video because that requires a lot of passes and polish. In fact, um, for just getting the channel off the ground, the Clips channel, it's mainly been finding the best moments from uh, the main channel, you know, like when he battled MK Leo or, or uh, Chunky Kong or any other famous alt player or just any of the moments that have been iconic for the main channel across the history of Ultimate. So um, it's just been it's been easy to kind of regurgitate those and and transcribe them to this clip format and uh, obviously the the fans have been receptive for that so very very cool and you're still continuing to get ever so closer to the 100k subscriber I know that there have been times of the past few months where it's kind of been like going all in on the channel and then having to take a few steps back but. How do you continue to, when the moments of inspiration come and when you're both feeling in like you're in the good zone to continue working, what gets you to that spot where you know that the two of you, you and Fatality, will be able to continue to try and grow the YouTube channel? It's been a process for sure. I think uh, quarantine and COVID and, and lockdown has been a challenging process for, for at least myself, I can speak there, and I think for Fatality as well. And um, so there have been moments of, of inspiration and drive that have just overshadowed the rest. But um, it's been steady and, and we're really like moving into this fall with a, the right mindset. And, um, you know, however long it takes, we're still going to be posting on the channel. And the viewers have been have been great. So it's like 
100k 97k you know we'll hit that landmark but then the eyes are forward again you know like it's 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 all just going up eventually so that we've been we've been feeling good about it and we're we're going to be debuting some new changes to the channel even in the upcoming month hopefully that you guys will get to see and, and i think it'll be really good for the channel awesome it's been great to see you and fatality continue to do well together as a team and then for yourself echo i know that just based on getting to know you more that it's it's there's just been times where it's been okay things are going all right and then times where it's not going as well so hearing that you continue to find ways to uh, work through that of course you have a great support system as well really happy to hear that things are going well at the moment for you and one of the things that we're going to talk about or i should say I buried the lead. The main thing we're going to talk about is something that is in the background of your screen there. You have a Beyond the Summit t-shirt. And yes, for those of you who have been dragged here through either Twitter or otherwise, this guy right here, Echo, was at Smash Summit 11. You were one of the lucky people <laughs> who somehow beat Logan to buying a VIP pass. That was <laughs> uh, That was a great start. And then you got to go. So I would love to hear about it without overwhelming you with questions. I guess the best way to start it is why get a Summit 11 VIP pass if mainly you're in the realm of Ultimate now? And I know we had talked a little bit about how in general you and Smash, you don't mind there being a little bit more distance there most of the time, but going all in on this, it's a trip. You have to, you had to fly, I'm assuming, or well, no, you did. Yes. So yeah. Let's just talk about why you wanted to snap up one of those VIP passes. Well, I think uh, I think one of the main things for me and maybe for other people as well, just judging based on how quickly those VIP passes sold out, two minutes they were gone. <laughs> so I I was very lucky, to say the least, that I was able to snag one. But Offline Melee is back and people wanted that feeling of being at an offline event and being in a crowd and watching the best players in the world like go at it like that is melee so you know as much as i am grateful for the slippy era uh nothing tastes quite the same so it was it was for me i needed to get that feeling back because it's it's why i do it it's why i love smash you know it's melee is uh my home as a spectator as much as I have made a home for myself and Ultimate as a as a creator as well, but uh, I just I knew that this was going to be a monumental and historic event as far as Melee's history goes, and I do think it was that that I just had to be there. It would have, I mean, it was a once in a lifetime opportunity. You're not kidding. I don't want to spoil too hard. I think there should be a certain amount of discovery here, but you're right. It was definitely historic. So we should start from where you get the VIP pass. It's time to plan. It's time to do all that. Logistically speaking, this is something that you haven't had to go through for a while. So was it like yeah. <laughs> kind Traveling of like, for Spanish. yeah, you're, you're, you're thinking to yourself, oh, Actually, I do know how to navigate through all of these stupid airport websites or whatever to find best ticket prices, or did you have to pick up some of that again? Um, you know, I don't think much has changed as far as how I approach like my logistics is, but I will say that uh headed to California and you know, like a summit trip is not uh the cheapest thing. You know, that right. VIP pass is a cool rack in and of itself. So it's like I was trying to find the best way to be as budget-friendly as possible because I knew I'd just be there and I'd be spending money because I'm going to be having a good time. So I tweeted, like, does anyone have a couch for me in California? And uh, luckily I got a few nibbles from that and I ended up finding two different people who were generous enough to, to house me for a portion of the of the event. And, um, you know, once I had my plane ticket secured and... I was willing to do anything as far as like getting there on a plane. So it was, there wasn't much decision making going on there, but these people were so kind as to give me rides to and from the airport and the summit studio, which was sometimes not that close to their house. And it was just like the hospitality within the smash scene is unparalleled. And, uh, you know, that was just a, a really cool part of the trip as well beyond, you know, attending this awesome event you know just 
feeling that warmth of the community again where they're gonna you know just do anything to make this trip possible and and special um so you know they made it they made it uh so easy for me and 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 really elevated the trip to a different level and made it just so easy to plan oh i love that it's such a small thing if you think about the grand scheme of the entire world but just somebody going out of their way actually two different people like you said going out of their way to give you rides to open up their house to you they're open up their home is 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 everything to me like I, I just love hearing something like that and so it makes the trip a lot easier to do as compared to finding a hotel and then paying for uber and doing probably twice as much easily probably three times as much if you had to do stuff like that so coming through for you even though the only connection that you have are the are the, is the smashing thing is the melee thing i just love that so much and i'm yeah. sure i'm sure it's like <laughs> it's like a secondhand experience kind of a thing like if somebody said to me there's a really sick event happening nearby lancaster which i don't know why there would be but can we get some housing i'd be like are you kidding me please tell me everything when you get back but they'd come back and they'd be like nope nope i have done enough socializing for today we can talk tomorrow or whatever you know figure that out but that's really really cool and you get to the first day it's not the media kind of day on wednesday where the vip is allowed to go in on thursday of summit so I actually, uh, I did not attend the media day of Summit. I was at a PM tournament because I am a PM player as well as a Melee fan and an Ultimate creator. Ooh. I just like Smash. So there was my my first like time playing Project M uh, since this all went down and I moved away from Colorado. My local scene was uh, a chance to play in California. And um, it, I showed up to this tiny little like smash fest in someone's house and it's just the socal top 10 like it's the most <laughs> stacked like fest that i have ever been to and i just got absolutely rocked and and that was that was you know like a feeling i had not felt in a long time it felt very good so um i actually did not start attending the summit itself until the uh first day which was pretty casual but there was there was some melee playing going on and I um I just chose to to go on that day since so, so I could have a whole day for PM and hanging out with this person who was housing me initially. That's really cool. What's it like walking into the Summit Studios? I got to say it was everything that I had imagined. I mean, you walk through the doors of this massive and beautiful studio and you're just like greeted with friendly melee faces and you walk down this long hallway full of pictures of former summit champions pop-offs armada you know it it's truly like a nostalgic feeling as someone who's been watching since the first smash summit just to see all these victories that i remember watching and to feel like i was going to be there for the the next picture was was crazy and you just walk in and it's beautiful and there's a whole half of this giant room dedicated to melee setups and the other is a totally tricked out living room perfect for a watch party and uh, so, you know, and then and then, of course, on the other side of that wall is is the couch, you know, and 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 the rec room where where the players walk up the stairs and, you know, you get your your canes and your catered food. And it's just like, wow, I'm really here, you know, like and I pretty much as soon as I walked in the door, I was I was greeting people and saying hi to familiar and friendly faces. And uh, so it was just an immediate like. I was surrounded with Melee again. If you don't mind me asking, who are the familiar faces in particular that you were looking forward to seeing and that they knew you, the, the reunions that you got to have? So uh, first and foremost, I got to run into Hugs86. Let's go. Uh, Let's go. You know, he was there as a commentator. I was very happy to see that he made the lineup. And um, for those who don't know, I, I worked with Hugs with his YouTube channel for a year and a half but we went separate ways in january so uh it was really cool to see him and and reconnect and and just like you know we had met once before at a smash camp but this was a much more 
you know, intimate and like, we're just going to have a lot of time face to face. So it was like, it was really cool. And, um, so he, I said hi to him, like as soon as I saw him and, uh, and he went out of his way to introduce me to just like all of the melee old heads and, and, you know, just everyone was down to, to meet people and, and be friendly. So it was like, immediately I, I kind of got introduced to everyone just by, by being there and saying hi to hugs and, then on top of that, there were plenty of other VIPs who I was happy to see um, or meet for the first time, even some of them. Um, husband was there. We we spent a lot of time together. Uh, uh, a person named Snap, a, uh, I believe he's California Game & Watch Melee player. Uh, he was there, and he was, he was one of my buds. We piled around, and um, some other editors even. I ran into Dark Gen X. Uh, and we got to connect and play some friendlies and talk about editing and content creation and all that fun stuff. And um, it was just like countless people, Ringler, you know. I, I, it's too many to even say, but I felt like right. every time something was going on, you know, like people were very welcoming and inviting, and like we'd all just go over to the to the bar next door, or we'd go play some friendlies, or just shoot the shit. You know, it was good. And you didn't get into any bar scuffles yourself, right? No, I managed to avoid those. I uh <laughs> No, the bar that we were at, we pretty much ran it the entire time that summit was going on. It was entirely, you know, comprised of smash players who were just walking over from the venue. We we kind of took over and uh you know, that was really cool. It was a really friendly chill place and it was just a 2 second walk from the venue, so like everyone was heading out and having fun and then we'd all head back when the good melee started and yeah. So there are rooms where you can watch what's happening live on some of the bigger TVs around because there were some videos posted during the grand finals, which we'll get to, but there were people just watching and reacting to that. And I was going, okay, so it's not necessarily everyone trying to cr crowd around the couch, but there are different rooms where you can just, just watch what's happening live. It's like it's at a bar or whatever, and it, what happens to be on is melee, which, by the way, would be cool if... <laughs> regular bars actually did that every once in a while but anyway but anyway so i think that's xanadu if you go <laughs> they got a bar there oh, that's very cool yeah. so you're watching on one of those then when there's good melee happening so is it just more or less you figuring out is something happening okay so i'm gonna play some melee now or i'm going to go back to well housing probably wasn't super close so you were just no, i pretty much for... spent the whole day yeah. at the summit studio morning to night and i would get home pretty late or uh you know they'd come pick me up and we'd go swing by you know some fast food chain that we don't have here in michigan <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know like so yeah i was long days but i was i was always happy to be there and just like hanging out as long as possible and and normally after the day was over there'd be a big group of people that would all go hang out at some sort of informal after party. One day we went to a barcade, um, played some DDR. It was, it was fun. So there was always something. And right. yeah, like Summit, Summit lays out their schedule pretty, pretty thoroughly. So like, you know when you're going to have gaps, when you're going to be able to go do something else, go play some friendlies, go do whatever. And you know when you need to be on those beanbags watching the melee, like... The energy in the room, it all funnels towards the, the viewing station as soon as stuff starts to happen. So, And what about some of the side events like the doubles or basketball, IRL basketball, the obstacle course? Were any of the VIPs able to go outside and see what was going on or was it just hang yeah, out You could inside? step outside and watch and check out the, the production. But um, mainly those were the times where people were going to maybe step away because uh, that's mainly, honestly, for the stream. Like as far as... Uh, you know, like all the, the the obstacle course and stuff and all that. Like, um, I felt like a lot of the the VIPs or the players would take that time to either be warming up or playing or just like having some fun if they weren't involved already. You know, right? People people were there for the singles, I think, and I think Summit knows that as well. That's why they didn't run a real doubles event. <laughs> Aw, but I do. Sad. I love doubles. <laughs> it's almost obligatory to say I love doubles. Like we'll dunk on it, but then we're yeah, like, just kidding. Yeah, but we I do, love doubles. Yeah. Do love doubles. 
We don't I have played to some doubles. <laughs> Say that I again. I played some doubles. I played some doubles, some friendly hey, doubles. You like, want to play that doubles? Was... <laughs> and dubs, dubs. Yeah. Anyway. When you're walking around and you see all the equipment and that kind of stuff, do you ever think to yourself, like, what it takes for all of that to happen? Or are you just strictly trying to be there as a person who enjoys the melee and not approach it from a content creator perspective? I really did try to enjoy this as a purely vacation, but I wasn't going to cut myself off from, you know, talking shop or thinking about those kinds of things because that's natural for me as well. And, uh, you know, there are other editors and stuff. And in fact, um, the uh, head of content at Beyond the Summit is uh, someone who I've worked with in the past this year. We uh, I did a little bit of freelance contracting for Beyond the Summit. So it was uh, it was cool to meet him. And he was generous enough to give me a grand tour of the Summit studio and just see what they have going on in stores. And it is an amazing thing to see. I mean, truly just like for an editor or someone in post-production, it was the dream studio. It's NASA. It's, it's, it's mission <laughs> control. Like this was, this was glorious. And I, I was deeply interested in learning all about all that stuff and how they put it all together. So, you know, that was almost part of the vacation for me too. You know, like I was just, I was getting a tour of that and I was a kid in a candy store and, um, yeah, I, I'm super grateful to uh, to have been given such an in-depth tour and, and seen it all behind the scenes. And that is actually when I got that shirt as well. Ooh, very cool. Very cool. Yeah, for being attentive and asking some good questions during the tour, that kind of thing. Do you get a shirt or is it more just like you're going to get a shirt regardless? No, he was like, hey, man, we got extras. Do you want a shirt? And I was like, you bet. <laughs> Heck yeah. Yeah, I, I'm going to get a whole shipment as a VIP of like all the Summon 11 merch that was being sold in the shop or whatever. So that stuff's all incoming as well. But that is so I also cool. got that shirt. That is so cool. That almost actually makes it worth in a way. <laughs> it's okay. probably like 200 and some dollars of the, yeah, <laughs> of the VIP price tag is goes to that merch. Yeah. That is... That is pretty cool. You know, it's it's always funny when somebody throws in a free t-shirt, all of a sudden the experience becomes like legendary in one's eyes. I wanted to ask you a little bit about just like, or no, not ask. I wanted to, for the viewers as well, but also for you to take you through like my thought process was initially reacting to, oh yeah, Summit does VIP spots where I go, I really want to go. But then... I'm in Pennsylvania and it is a little bit of a trip and sure there are probably people I could either network through, talk to Airbnb is always an option. Like I could do this, but then I bought a house in, I would say it was end of June or was it beginning of June somewhere in that time frame when all this stuff was starting to roll out. And also when the, like when it would go on sale and you had to snap mm -hmm. it up, like you said yourself, the VIP passes were gone in less than two minutes. So yeah. I had to think about, well, since the house is going to be a thing and generally speaking, those are expensive in terms of down payment and closing costs. I probably shouldn't do this, but let the record show. I very much wanted to go. And I just also have to be realistic with myself because I can't just because I want to do podcasting still and play melee in tournaments in person and slippy online doesn't mean I can automatically just go to every single big event as well. But it's like, a feeling I think a lot of people relate to just the feeling of missing out or wanting to go because it's always going to be a good time. But um, as someone who has watched every smash summit and wanted to have attended every smash summit, this one, I said, you cannot miss it. I'm finally in a place where it's like, a doable thing for me the timings were working out and i was just like there's no reason that you should not go just do it and uh i you know like i i when that vip ticket went on sale my adrenaline was going crazy and like i was clicking and clicking and autofill was helping me out and you know when that thing went through i like laid down on the ground i was just like oh my god like i cannot believe it and uh 
Smash Summit 12 will come around and I will watch the VIP passes sell out and I will feel sad <laughs> for not being able to <laughs> attend again. I mean, I'm not going to be able to attend Riptide, Low Tide. I'm hoping to maybe make it to main stage. That's my next one. So it's like every tournament I would love to be in attendance. But yes, there's always stuff that comes in the way. There's life or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, you know, this was just my turn. It was my turn to go. And I love that, by the way, for the record, you maybe could just like real quick tell the viewers that let the record show I did not pester you incessantly until afterwards to come onto the podcast, as I recall, or did I do that while you were there? Oh, no, I didn't do that. Uh, while I you believe were there. it was after the fact okay, for the record. Good. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, it's, uh, it's so yeah. cool just to see a, a, a big W for you. But then I'm also thinking... Like it would be so cool to talk to you about it or hear from your from yourself on the podcast. But I appreciate you being willing to do this. Uh, but also, I was trying very hard not to do that while you were actually there or before or whatever. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have minded it either way. I mean, like, I I definitely got a lot of DMs from people who are just like asking about it and wanting to know what it's like because uh, it only a select handful of people have ever really been VIPs and. There's even a pool that I didn't know about until I got there of people who have attended a majority or like all of the summits. Like there's some people that have been to so many and there's some people and then the majority of people who are were first timers or never been or whatever. So it's like uh, I, I, I think, you know, like I don't mind recapping my my VIP experience for those who, you know, want to maybe experience that themselves but haven't yet. And so things are all kind of like, oh, wow, so good to see you. Let's go out to the bar. Let's go do this. Let's do some DDR. It's all kind of cute and cuddly at first, but then it's going to start to get serious now because now we're starting to get into Saturday and then we're getting into yes. Sunday. And so you're also thinking to yourself, this is probably going to be the most intense Sunday scaries that I've probably ever had. So how are you feeling Saturday going into Sunday? absolutely true that the vibe changed throughout the week like you go from very casual uh basketball or obstacle courses to people being eliminated from the most expensive highest prize pool of all time i'm talking about you know thousands of dollars on the line forget all that all the players care about is performing their best and it is crushing to be defeated. So Saturday rolls around, you know, Sunday rolls around, people are starting to get eliminated from this tournament, and they're just going to be hanging out around the Summit Studio after they get eliminated, and it's like, yeah, the whole room is now much more serious. Like, things are happening, and they matter, and it's like, it, it absolutely changed, but you also felt it change the deeper and deeper mango made it in the loser's bracket you just start to feel the energy pick up and people are starting to get on their feet who are who were kind of bummed about their loss or you know uh, a fan favorite loss or something like that like it just everyone started to get really really hyped and and it's i think this is a similar thing to most top eights but i think in this one in particular really just like people were going wild because they had not been able to in so long so it was just, it was an insane energy. And yeah, some of the videos that you might have seen on Twitter, I know Axe had a good perspective. He was standing right next to me. Like, it was just like, people were off their seats. People were going crazy. And uh, you could hear it outside the studio, I'm pretty sure. It was so loud. And you can hear it on the mics because that was something yeah. that the commentators were saying. Like, you can actually hear the crowd chanting for Mango. This is insane. The players were saying that they could hear him all the way up in the studio room. Like, that's a yep. whole floor away and it's got four walls between it. But we were getting rowdy. <laughs> I'm sure that must have been such a blast because, like you were saying, there's a certain way that the bracket could go where the people who have seen their favorite players get eliminated or if it's the player themselves getting eliminated and obviously it's disappointing to lose, but this is like the highest stakes Melee has had in quite some time. And it's been a long time where it feels like this needs to be 
peak melee. I mean, there, there's just been a handful of situations like Genesis and Evo 2013, Evo 2016, like Big House Nine, those Apex kind of scenarios. Sorry? Apex 2015, yeah. Yes, how so can I many. forget like the tournament that literally got saved overnight, which is insane. But it's a manga that somehow can take the entire mood of a room of a summit studio of the whole community where goes into losers on the early side for sure. I want to say it was winter quarters, but it might've been winter semis against Plup and now has to go through a lot more sets just to be able to make it back to losers finals, back to grand finals. And by each set mango wins, like you were saying, all of a sudden things just start to perk start to, yes, exactly. So at what point would you say other than grand finals through the matches that mango was playing, would the, would it have gotten the most rowdy or did it just with each match? Just kept escalating. Just kept. And then, and then of course the grand finals, I mean, the reset itself was just ludicrous energy and like, Mm. Mango's doing it all with Fox, which like was it was crazy because it's been a long time since we've seen that even. And and yeah. he is winning games on FD. And, you know, I think the nerves, of course, were evident for all players just because of the money and the stakes and, you know, what it felt like to be playing in the same room as your opponent again. You know, like these are all things that are kind of new again to, to Melee. So it was like... uh all these things led to this this combination of hype where it was people like there has been better melee that has been played but i'm not sure that there has ever been a more like hype like just exactly what melee needed at that moment set so like it was it was truly special i don't that's a great that's a great way to phrase it but i thought coming out of grand finals after having watched it live and I'm in my bed trying extremely hard not to wake up scream yeah 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 my spouse who is thankfully did not wake up I would have felt really bad but it was just so exciting and so I'm lying as still as I can I can feel (laughs) my heart leaping out of my chest watching the grand finals that's so funny yeah and I was (laughs) supposed to be asleep by then but Mango just kept winning so I'm like well heck I got to keep watching this <laughs> so that's that's yeah, all yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> and i'm just i'm just being uh like mind blown but i came out of it thinking was that the best melee that has ever been played in grand finals but on the retroactive side upon watching again seeing all the analysis vods that came out afterwards of course everybody was hopping in and analyzing you know is this the best grand finals ever that kind of thing but like in terms of the melee itself you could say, objectively speaking, that Zane dropped things that he normally doesn't habit of dropping, have a habit of dropping, and Mango was able to take advantage of that. And also his un- seemingly unique, I mean, a lot of times Zane has said, Mango is like the only spacey player that will consistently pressure me and not let me get comfortable. And that was evident again in Grand Finals for Summit 11. So I'd yeah. like to think of it as pretty good melee and i would say in a lot of ways it weighs because it was because of the stakes anybody else or a lot of other people excuse me would have definitely definitely melted apart and just (laughs) resorted to dash attacking a lot like you know using a lot of b moves and smash you know the normal nervous melee stuff so way to like good stuff to both of them i thought they both played like fairly well but of course one player has to win and it's they gave us the show of the lifetime and you know no matter who wins like that set you know it was it was perfect like for what it needed to be Mm -hmm. so we don't need to talk about like comparison to other things but as this is happening and finals is wrapped up mango has told leffen to do the thing yeah now what are you going to be doing now that it's the last night, is it pretty much focusing on after party, getting to yeah. bar and getting just absolutely? Well, Summit throws an after party after top eight. Ooh. So people hung around the venue and um, 
you know, we, we all got to have a good time there and there was uh, chess matches and friendlies going on and the vibe, of course, is immaculate because we just all got to watch that. Right. Like, it, it was a golden hour of just, like, good vibes and friendly people being cool and just, like, everyone kind of reminiscing a little bit as well just on, like, what a crazy week it had been and how excited we were that Melee was back. You know, like, it, it was a great, just, like, the whole group was there. The production staff finally gets to, like, breathe for a second and hang out as well. Um, so it was just, like, I was doing that. And then I went and I and I hung out with um, my host at the time and uh, just had a good night with, with him and his roommates. And um, then I left the next day. What is home, it like home flying back home? Like you're just like, ugh. in many ways, I won't have yeah, those kind an, of feelings for, again for a long time. It's an afterglow for sure. And like, I do just want to like live in that top eight for the rest of my life. I would be perfectly content if it never ended. But um, yeah, I mean, just coming home, it was just like, Smash is the best. Melee is so sick. Like, just excited again like it had been so long since like such raw emotion had been like brought out so it was just like it was very very good and like still looking back it's just like best decision i ever made like you like being there i will talk about that for years and you know i think people will point to summit 11 for years as like a very pivotal moment for melee and I was able to attend. Like it was just like it was it was everything. Like there was, was less great. than a hundred people there, right? Within the building, absolutely, yeah. Right. So I mean twenty one, twenty two VIPs. They said the VIPs sold out so fast they actually oversold on accident and more VIPs were allowed to attend. Like it was they weren't prepared for how quickly they were gonna be hopped on, I guess. So there was a lot of people there, you know, the staff, of course great team they did an amazing job and they're just running around making sure everything's perfect taking care of the players taking care of the tournament and um then the players the commentators and the vips it's a very intimate group of people and so even with summit 12 coming in december it's just something that you look at and go i wish but i can't do it every time right we'll see i mean we'll see but I typically am, am traveling a lot around the holidays anyway, and I will need to be at work, and maybe someone else will get a shot. I uh, I think, you know, I would love to attend more summits in the future. It's it's not like I'm I'm fully off, like I've gotten my taste. No, I want more. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I, I'll be around, and I'll be patiently waiting my turn to go again. And... um. I really want to be able to attend Leffen's first summit back. I was so disappointed that he was not able to make it. Him and and I want to yeah. go and I want Ginger to be there. You know, him and I are boys. Like, I I wish he made it with all my heart. So it was like, there there are more things for me to do at summit as well. And, and to meet the summit staff again, you know, like they're just good people. Like, they, they're really cool. I almost wonder if Summit 12 is the triumphant return of Leffen and, and also Pipsqueak has an invi invite to the next Summit as well. Whatever one he can make it to next, yeah. Hmm? Yeah. Whichever one he can make it to next, they'll both be there. It's a matter of time at this point, you know. I think um, there are more offline events returning. We'll start to see, you know, the, the slow creep and hopefully he's able to come back and, you know, salvage this terrible thing that's happened to him, you know, like... I just want everyone wants to see how Leffen will do, you know, like he's never had a chance to really show it and then continue to show it. He's always been cut short. And so, yeah, I'm just waiting to see things like SmashCon 2019, where absolute dominance or Evo 2018, absolute dominance. And then something stupid happens. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's definitely more to see from Melee and more that I think everyone is wanting to prove. And, you know, we got to see a lot of cool new faces at this summit, I think for the, for the offline scene anyway, you know, 
and they all did a great job of of performing so it was like uh, you know i don't think i would change anything in in hindsight at this point you know i can except for doing commentary right i couldn't help but remember a tweet that i saw where it's like they wouldn't let me on comms not even like they wouldn't let me play mafia I wasn't allowed to play Mafia with the group. I love Mafia. I play Mafia casually. I play it with Ginger's subgroup, The Nest. Like, Husband was in Mafia. What's going on? People know who... He was in the Smash documentary. <laughs> people know who Husband is. He was barely in the Smash documentary. He went to great lengths <laughs> to say that when he was watching through it earlier this year, which I well, thought was hilarious. That was a great is, watch through. Dark the Genesis first thing also. they asked me... The first thing they ask me is like, what's your tag? Will people know you? And I was like, I mean, I've edited some hugs videos. Maybe you watched my combo video. But the reality is they don't know who Echo Storm is, at least until the BSM podcast blows up and everyone realizes, you know, this guy's sick. Mm. But, uh, you know, I, I would love to be able to play Mafia with the with the Summit cast next time. And I need a little more clout to get in. You know, I I may have done a lot of work behind the scenes for Smash. And I may think, you know, like... I got it like that. But at the end of the day, I still have less than 700 Twitter followers and no content under my own name. So that's that's just how it goes. You're still the content king in my eyes. This is what I need to do. Run something that's somehow better than Summit, doubtful, and then get you in. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank very, you. very doubtful. <laughs> I don't know. I want to be at a spot where... Blow up is probably the wrong word because I don't know if I want a certain level where I'm like getting pestered so much that I can't really think, but I like being where I am now. I'll just put it that way. Like, I guess if anybody yeah. has expectations for, for me, like as, like as a spectator going, this is someone who's like fairly new. How long will it take them? How long will it take Jesse to get to a certain spot? But like, I try really hard not to think about having to, do bigger, better, stronger, faster, so much as like, am I enjoying this still? I am. I'm having fun. Hopefully you or other people who come on enjoy it. And if anybody happens to watch, that's great too. And I'll be active on the Twitter, but still, I don't know. I don't like to think of it as this must succeed because I feel like if it's meant to be, it'll just happen. No, that's the correct way to go about it. And it's how I view you know, my path as well. But uh, the cold reality check was that I'm not able to play Mafia as well as those things being true. Screw so. that. You should have been able to. I'll just say it. Uh, should have been able to. That's all. Your I'm words. Your words. <laughs> I'll yeah, say it. Yeah. I'll go on the line. I uh, should have remembered to mention something to Aiden when I had Aiden on. I'm like, what the heck? You're gonna Why didn't you let Echo on? Why didn't you let Echo on? You're going to. Aiden Wait, had. Hold on. It was. Hold on. You know what? Go. You're going you're gonna to do this to. Echo Storm underscore. Don't forget underscore at the end. <laughs> yeah, I um, you know, I don't blame them. They're they're running their best possible production, so that's what they got to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, if this was Summit One, I think I think they would have let me in. <laughs> but mm. this is Summit Eleven. You know, <laughs> they're a household name. They got shirts. <laughs> so. It is an, it's nice. It's a nice shirt. I myself will be getting the just the basic Olympic shirt. I hope that was the, my favorite. Yeah. I hope I that the Olympic one. ninjas don't come after me. I was severely tempted to get the Falco one though, where it's like a realistic eagle kind of looking Falco, mm -hmm. just colored blue with the golden beak, and I was just trying to decide between that and the regular Summit shirt. But I was like. You know, I'm going to wear it a lot, and I want people to ask me, oh, so it's the Olympics, and I'll go, no, it's better. <laughs> That's the hope. <laughs> Let yeah. me talk. Can I take a moment to talk to you about one of my favorite hobbies and passions, Super Smash Brothers Melee? Just don't let them see the uh, basketball free throws. Those no, that's offense. part of the fun, though. Oh, my gosh, that was so funny. Dude. It was like 19 or 20 missed straight. 14, but it was ridiculous. Just I could I could not believe my eyes. You know what I thought <laughs> to myself? I thought to myself, I could actually be like 
one of the best players on that court. And how embarrassing is it for me to think that I'm five foot ten and I'm not super athletic, but I got hustle. I could so outdo some of these effort people not really actually putting in a whole lot in, but in fairness, but in fairness, they have to keep these safe. They have to keep the hands and fingers safe. I know that there were some injuries like IBDW had a collision with mango and the obstacle thing. And there was a few, there was a few little uh, scrape ups in the basketball games as well. But I mean, Hey, that's, that's what it, that's what it takes to, to be a champ in, in basketball at smash summit 11. I would like to think that I might be able to perform, but you know, a fun statistic is like <laughs> one in four people think that they can be in the Olympics. Like, really? It's so, yeah, it's like, well, watching the Olympics, everyone thinks I could be better than these people. <laughs> and then they go and they miss four free throws in a row, you know? <laughs> so oh. I don't know. It's a funny stat for this very conversation anyway. That's so <laughs> funny. Like if I saw... If I somebody saw somebody wipe out, I would go, I could probably stay on my feet. But if I see <laughs> Simone Biles do Simone yeah. Biles stuff, I think yeah. to myself, I will never be there, and that's okay. And I'm so happy that another human like Simone Biles exists because we get to see peak performance in in that sport or Michael Phelps or or – uh, no, no, no. Katie Ledecky. Excuse me. Katie Ledecky. I love watching Katie Ledecky swim just because it's like she is so like just so she's built different. I don't know how to phrase it. She's really good with at the 800 meter swims, by the way. Anyway, really swims. cool to see different performances like that. Oh, also for the first time in a really, really long time, there's this lady and I'm, I can't remember her name off the top of my head who was running for the United States and she ran the 800 meter and won. And that was the first time that a United States woman had won that particular event in the Olympics in like 40 or some odd years. It's really cool to see stuff like that. Do you think that Lily will ever be at the Olympics? Can we get there or is that never going to happen? I think the Olympics can have their Olympics. Maybe there's an esports Olympics one day, but at the end of the day, it would just be like, a bunch of different games running tournaments or invitationals alongside each other. Like, I don't know. It'll take a while, but in the meantime, I'm fine with us having our Smash Summit-themed Olympic events. I can live with that. Yes. There is still, obviously, a lot going for us in regards to grassroots, so we don't necessarily need big, fat uh, corporations to come in and try to run things. So, yes. For now, I do like kind of the setup that we have going. And so we are getting into the late 40s in terms of time here. So I don't want to take up too much more of your time. I was sort of aiming for an hour, but how are you doing right now? Good. Um, yeah, we can start to maybe work towards some finishing line of questioning if, you, uh, if you're down for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So we talked a little bit about what you've been doing with Fatality Falcon. We have recapped Summit 11. We've talked about future stuff. So there's not really a whole lot other than uh, perhaps other than what you want to see out of Melee towards the end of the year. There's sort of this slow build that I think we've been having since January not that there have been intentional conversations, but when I have people on, I usually ask about what do you think about Melee turning 20? And I might have even asked you this the last time you were on, but Melee does turn 20 this year officially in December since it's 2001, 2021. Yes. You get it. And since you're in the business of content creation, this is a, I think it's a great question to ask you, even if I asked you it last time. I just can't remember off the top of my head, so I apologize. But there just seems to be some some conversations starting to happen, or that's what I'm sensing anyway, with with what will be going down towards the end of the year and how it's going to be celebrated. For one thing, Smash Summit 12 will be happening the first or second weekend of December. The, the Whatever the weekend is that Mango turns 30, and he's already talking about being like, they have to do X, Y, and Z or I'm not coming, which I think would be hilarious <laughs> if he didn't go to a tournament he had just won back in July. 
<laughs> but he'll be there. He'll be, he'll be there. He'll be yeah. there. <laughs> um, a hundred years of melee. I twenty is you know I think it's an amazing milestone and achievement. I don't think we're getting old. I feel like we're entering a new age of, you know, it's a renaissance. Like we are, we are in a better spot than ever. We finally realize that we don't need Nintendo. We have all these amazing things going for us, be that grassroots tournaments, which are having record-setting prize pools, beating out real games with real support. We have the slippy devs continuing to revolutionize how we play the game and, uh, you know, really just bringing the community together during this dark time. And, and I think we're stronger for it. You know, like we have this new wave of people competing at the summit who have only placed well online. And now they're here and they're dominating the offline scene as well. Like we have so much juice left. Like we're going to be just fine. And I cannot wait to see where it goes. And I'm going to be here. You know, there's going to be other people here with me. And, you know, while I, while I may have felt limited by Melee's ability in the past to, you know, be a game that has support and can support its lifelines, I truly believe that um, things are going to be getting better for, for the game in that sense over the next year or two or three. And it's, it's going to be awesome. You know, we got new creators on the rise. We got new platforms giving a new light to new viewers. Like, Let's go, Zets. Melee let's go Zets like it, it's the scene is is just going to continue to go up and you know like I'm not threatened by other fighters I'm not threatened by new smash games the only thing that will kill melee is if the people who passionately support it run out but melee has the best defense in the world against that by being the sickest game made ever and it will never run out of passionate people so it's just like we're going to yeah. be here for 100 years. I love hearing that, but that does make me think of the newest challenger. What if that there is a legitimate competitive juice that Nickelodeon's All-Star Brawl has? What if that actually is what it promises to be? The developers are saying we want rollback netcode and we want to have multi-platform support like the PC, like the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox, whatever the hecking number is and they want to make it a competitively viable game because they've been commissioned to do so but i think to myself part of the challenge of that will be the fact that the the people who have given them permission to do so is nickelodeon which also overall presents a more family-friendly aspect nintendo all over again so i wonder if after a year or two Nickelodeon goes, all right, shut it down. I mean, we've we've had our fun. We've sold most of the units that we're ever going to sell on the game, so it's time to move on now, but then leaves behind a bunch of people who are like, I can't play any other game now because I get to play as Avatar Korra or I get to play as... They might I mean, be in the same spot, you know? Yeah, but I do wonder, after the initial like month or two of everybody playing the game on stream and putting it on YouTube and writing the algorithm. I mean, I didn't even intentionally do this. I put the, the title in the YouTube video that I made with Firepuff 12 where we reacted to the announcement and other things as well. That, but, but, but it wasn't like the entire podcast. We, we talked about a bunch of stuff, but I thought, I bet if I put the name All-Star Brawl into the title of this video, it'll do well. And lo and behold, it did. But Yeah, like, I mean... That, that, that it's means, got some hype. That means that people are going to get behind it. So you've seen this much more than I have. I've only seen it happen with Ultimate. And even that is insane just to think that a game that has sold as much copies as Ultimate has that Melee has been able to thrive even still, despite the fact that maybe maybe Ultimate beats Melee at, at Ultimate Summit 3, the price pot is bigger now than melee's price pot was but it's, it doesn't matter because melee is doing just fine but what will all-star brawl do do you think other than what i've already brought up i don't view them as competitors really i think um you know it will not replace melee because it is not melee the people who love melee and are top 100 players or new players getting into the scene you know that's not it perfection has already been achieved in their own eyes like pm is the closest thing 
to ever well brawl initially was the closest thing that melee ever had to a real death and it bounced back very quickly because the melee players who loved melee for what it was realized that that wasn't exactly the same or it wasn't even close and then pm came around and and it kind of got close to to dwindling melee's numbers a little bit but then obviously things went wrong with pm and you know uh everyone returned to to melee and they realized that this is this is where they want to be i don't think we'll ever see another game first ever get near melee in terms of what the melee players who appreciate it for are looking for i think that's just the most important thing here like no game is going to drop that's a platform fighter and like mango or or ginger or or ibdw or leffen are going to be like yeah i'll just play this now like the ultimate didn't even make a scratch and if anything like it brought a new scene into melee's view like it it's a gateway drug <laughs> like <laughs> we're just like you know we're going to be here and you know other things are just happening around us it, nickelodeon might get run at smash tournaments you know like the pros will probably be very good at it you know we'll probably see some rivals pros good at it you know like it's it's going to have that draw or whatever but melee has a 20 year old skeleton at this point and it has so many layers of depth where there are levels of support and um that just doesn't happen because you have developer support that doesn't just happen like it it is an anomaly of gaming and uh for that reason nothing like that concerns me it's just it doesn't even cross my mind that melee would be hurt or or negatively impacted by these new games that's awesome. even if they have developer support even if they're rollback even if they got wave dashing that's a meme people <laughs> like melee for more than just wave dashing let me tell you <laughs> like <laughs> yes because that was my temptation at first or what i had thought for a long time and then just the more you learn, the more you watch, the more apparent it becomes that it's still something that even now new advancements to the game are happening. And there, there it's not like the quote-unquote early days where there wasn't as many res resources on the internet. There wasn't as much going on on social media because it was barely existing back in 2001, back in 2005, and so on there have been people who tried to tear this game apart and turn it down to the code of like, what is going on? And even still just the fact that it's so fast and that there's so many different things that you can do ways to control your character, how you can play defense, how you can play offense and how the characters themselves while not being like perfectly balanced. It's amazing to me that there are, more than like one or two characters that are still capable of going far in brackets and that there are players who form can form identities around those characters and and the fact that there is players who have been playing for over 10 years 15 years and are still making waves even today or players like husband who have been playing slightly longer than 15 years it, it doesn't matter it's so it's so so cool. So yes, I, I like what you said, and I am very much hoping that that is true. I do get like the occasional thought of like, are we gonna be okay? But I really think I'm just overthinking You'll see. it. You'll see. Just watch. Keep watching melee. Let's go. Keep watching melee. Yeah. And with that, I don't have anything else. So I wanted to just real quickly, since I was thinking about it credit ultimate for giving birth to one of the best 10 sub notifications 10 subs right now the the mango yeah, intensive yeah that was yeah. great that's all that's hilarious and also i want to give credit to you for doing something that you've finally been able to do uh, for the first time it takes a lot of effort and it takes a lot of commitment just to be able to get there but i'm so glad that it paid off for you in a lot of ways that it was everything you were hoping it would be. It's just so rare to have something like that happen where, oh yes, this is exactly how I thought it was going to be in all the positive yeah. ways. So I'm so happy that it worked out for you that way, Echo, and for coming on here and talking about it with me. So I want to make sure 
that you can tell the people where they can find you, how to support you, all that fun stuff. Thank you for having me on. It's been a pleasure as well. And I'm, I'm happy to be able to recount my menu, my memories here on the podcast. Uh, you know, I hope I might inspire a new person to, to buy that some of 11 VIP or some of 12 VIP pass <laughs> cypher wink. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you can find me, um, on YouTube echo storm or under fatalities account. Uh, you can find me on Twitter if you look up Echo Storm, and you can find me on Twitch if you look up Echo Storm. Don't worry about the hashtags or the underscores or the exclamation points. There's only one Echo Storm, <laughs> and that's me. So you can follow me there. I love it. One more time, Echo Storm. Thank you so much for coming on Bottom of the Smash Mountain. Thank you. <laughs>